On this episode of Podcastification, we are going to be looking at the podcast niche domination formula, step number four, consistency. My name is Kerry Green, and I am the client happiness guy at podcastfasttrack.com, and this is Podcastification. Podcastification is all about you teaching you how to podcast, how to put into practice the best practices that I and my team have learned in working with hundreds of clients. You are going to podcast better from listening to this show. If you like what you hear on Podcastification, please just hit the pause button, swipe to the sharing function on your app, and share this episode with somebody you know will benefit. And if you'd like to get in on more Podcastification goodness, You can do it by subscribing to our Podcast Optimizer email series, and I promise you, you won't get lots of junk. You'll just get one actionable email a week. Go to podcastfasttrack.com slash optimizer. That is enough of that kind of stuff. Let's get you podcastificated right away. Hey, welcome back to Podcastification. Hope you're doing well out there in this crazy, 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 crazy 2021 Doesn't matter, though, if you're listening in 2021 or some other time, this content is evergreen. It'll help you no matter where you are in your podcasting journey or no matter when you are. Now, before we get into step number four on my podcast niche domination series, I want to remind you that these steps that I'm going through will do you absolutely no good unless you dedicate yourself to applying them. You are doing that, right? If not, Are you at least planning a way to make it happen in the near future? Nothing could impact the long-term success of your podcast like nailing these steps. So I'm going to encourage you, get off your duff, get yourself rolling, get moving, put these things into practice. Go back to the first episode of this series and just start. Get a little bit every day, a little bit every week, a little bit every month, and pretty soon you're going to have these things rolling and you are going to be ready to rock. All right, let's move on into step four, consistency. I can't think of anything more consistent than time itself. Can you? I mean, it ticks away second after second, never stopping, never relenting. Time is why age is a thing. It's why memory and goal setting even exist. Time is one of the unavoidable constants of life, and your podcasting efforts need to take full advantage of it. You want to do your very best to publish your podcast content in a consistent manner for one main reason. Your audience will trust you more the more consistent you are with your content. Don't underestimate how important that is. You want to be as reliable as the sunrise for the sake of your listeners. But let's be honest. It's hard to do, and it's impossible at times. So here's my full disclosure. My podcast publication schedule has been less than consistent at times, as all of you know. And when it comes to the broader scope of my podcasting ambitions, I have a few shows that I've begun that are on a semi-permanent but hopefully returning soon status for some time. That's because life happens. Things come up. Things you can't control or change. And you'll hear podcasters who honestly are able to say, I haven't missed an episode in five years. Well, good for them, 
Really, I'm not bitter. But I have to wonder how many of those episodes were either not all that good or were only so-so in terms of quality simply because they felt bound to get that episode out. I would rather produce content that serves my audience well than produce mediocre stuff just to meet a self-imposed deadline. How about you? This is an issue you'll have to decide for yourself. More on that on a bit. But I want to give you some of my tips for being consistent because it is step number four in this podcast niche domination formula. Number one, don't overcommit yourself in the first place. While weekly publication may be the best, it's arguable, but I think weekly is probably the best for most people. It may not always be possible. So choose a publication frequency that you are 95% sure you're going to be able to stick with and pull off consistently. That may mean you have to batch record four or five episodes and schedule those out every other week. So be it. That's what you do. You don't want to overcommit yourself in the first place because it's easier to ramp up your content production than it is to scale back. And that goes for you and your audience. Number two, consider your industry or your niche. Some industries or verticals may not appreciate a weekly podcast as much as others for a variety of reasons. It may be the pace of life within that industry or niche. It may be some other things, but think this one through. It's relevant and it's a thing. And the most important thing about it is that it is audience focused. You are taking into consideration how fast your audience can consume content. If they're unable to consume at the pace at which you're putting it out, you need to make the adjustment, not them. Number three, I've already mentioned this one, but batch record your episodes. If you can set aside one day to record four or five episodes at once, whether they are solo episodes with just you speaking to your audience or interview episodes, which will take a lot more coordination and effort, you will be much better off if you're able to do that batch recording because you'll have a backlog that will help you avoid missing a publication date. It requires planning. It requires hard work, but it can be done. It's how John Lee Dumas started Entrepreneur on Fire and kept it up for so long as a daily podcast. He set aside a day every week when that was his recording day, and he would schedule four or five interviews that day. And he would not finish until those interviews were done, the editing was in place, and everything was scheduled out. And he did that for a long time before he even published episode number one. So if you're thinking about starting a podcast, maybe that's an approach you can take. Get a lot of content recorded ahead of time. So once you finally publish your first episode or two or three, the pressure's off. You don't have to feel the weight of getting something out that might push you to sacrifice quality. You've got a batch, a hopper, a, a buku of episodes ready to go for those days in the future so that you can concentrate on creating great content rather than more content. Number four, get help. You may need a co-host, a virtual assistant, a spouse, a teenager in your home, somebody who can come alongside and help you do the things you need to do to publish your podcast. Because we all know it's a lot more than just recording. There's scheduling and posting the episodes. There's the editing. There's the artwork creation. There's lots of things. Don't believe the lie that you have to do everything. Get help so that you can be consistent. Now, I 
understand. I've been there. You don't always have cash to throw at these things and and the ability to pay someone. That's why I mentioned a spouse, a teenager in your home, you know, enlist them, make a partnership, do some sort of thing that can get them learning to do what you need done for your podcast and you benefiting them in some way. Make it a cooperative effort. And I'm pretty confident most people can get the help they need. Number five, make a decision and stick to it. A commitment to yourself is just as important as the commitments that you make to others. Many of us don't view it that way. We can easily lie to ourselves and be dishonest in the commitments that we're making to ourselves. But I'm telling you, if you make a wise decision about your publication frequency and commit to yourself that you're going to stick to it, as you would to other commitments that you make, like your job, your spouse, your meetings, then you are much more likely to pull off this consistency piece. And then sixth, cut yourself slack when life happens. Sometimes life just gets in the way and you're going to find it impossible to stick to your schedule. It's happened to me. It's going to happen to me again. And it's likely to happen to you. A guilt-induced zealot would push themselves to publish anyway. A person guided by wisdom is going to weigh the decision in light of the other things in their lives that may be more important. And yes, There are things in your life more important than your podcast. So when life happens, my encouragement is that you act wisely, not out of guilt or compulsion. Do what's best for you, your family, and your audience in that order. Your podcast may have to come somewhere down the line. That wraps up step number four in the podcast niche domination series. Episode five is one I think you're really going to like. It's one of my favorites, and it has to do with the issue of saturation. We're going to talk about what saturation is, all the different ways that you can accomplish it, and be assured it's not comprehensive, but I cover a whole lot of stuff in this episode. So stick around for the next episode and reach out to me. If you have questions, comments, whatever, tag me on social media if you see this there. And let me know how I can better serve you as my listening audience. That's all we got for today. Go out and make it a podcastificating day. This show is brought to you by Podcast Fast Track, where my team provides professional podcasting services without the time suck. Full production, editing, and show notes all in one monthly subscription package. You can find out more at podcastfasttrack.com. Now go out and make it a podcastificating day. Podcastificating day.